0: Hey y'all, it's your girl, Lovely Lex, here at the Galaxy Network, and I just want to stop by and give a shout out to my guy, Brandon Alexander, for putting me on this beautiful podcast of his, and you can come check out my podcast. My first episode is up, but I'm going to try to do it as much as I can, maybe every Friday or every Saturday, it just depends on how the world is working and how the universe is moving. So come on over to the Galaxy Network, and we can be in the cosmos together.
1: What's going on and what's popping like a zit? Yeah, I gave you a bar. Yeah, check it out. Sound real good, didn't it? I know it did. But without any further ado, I am Brandon Alexander and this is the Issue Podcast. So coming with some news for you great people. I am going Instagram live. I'm getting hype about it because this is my first time premiering myself on the show and doing the show live. And where you can come in, comment, and give your feedback. As well as we're going Facebook live. So if you don't even have an Instagram, you can check us out on the book and see what it looks like. You can give your impact and it's not necessarily just... I'm talking and you're not able to say stuff like go ahead comment and I'm going to react to it so it's going to be dope because it gives other people to hear your voice and get you a dope shout out you know maybe get you some extra followers or put your business or whatever it is out there. Thing number two though I really want to address the issue you get it pun in there because the issue in this podcast whatever y'all don't catch my jokes because y'all ain't smart like that whatever but I really want you guys to get this merch because it is on pre-order, and I haven't dropped it yet, So and it's really limited on spot. So if you can do me a favor, DM at The Issue Podcast, or one word on the Instagram, or even on the book, The Issue Podcast. Or even DM me on my personal Instagram, the number two, the word hungry, the number four, success, and get your merch telling you because like literally i've gotten dozens of orders and i really don't have that much stuff and i'm not ordering more yeah i said it i'm not because that merchandise stuff is very screeny so i don't see how people with like clothing lines do it i can't but whatever uh yeah so go ahead and get your merch man and also like i always want to remind you comment like subscribe and tell people about us you know I know we're small, and you know the love is real because I care about you, even though you don't care about me, and you be cheating on me by listening to other podcasts and telling them that they're better than me, and then be talking about those other shows behind my back because you fake like that. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out because I'm feeling to be petty. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Let me dial back. <laughs> but w- whatever. It's all love. I love all the other podcasters, by the way. It's no hate. I love all of you guys. You motivate me. Um, Yeah comment subscribe rate and be great and don't forget to look out for our future live episodes they will be coming very soon you can expect the new live episodes on facebook and instagram on the end of this upcoming month or next to the middle of this upcoming month please 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 do not miss the opportunity for your verse to be heard or at least for you to experience this new level of the show thank you for listening Let's get to it. You are not. You are not. This Listening. This respec- <Properties strongly elle> <angle mushroom noises> Hold on. Do you smell that? Do you really get a whiff of that? That's a brand new... Spanking episode of the Issue Podcast, baby. I am your host, Brandon Alexander. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't deserve this. It's you. No, it's you. It's you and your, and your cousin, too. Um, I, I just want to, you know, make you guys laugh and bring your awareness up. That's all. But um, I, before I get into it, you know, I'm stuttering because I'm thinking about a lot of things in my head. A lot going on, whatever. Um, before I get too much in it, I got an awesome co host with me today. Your voice may sound familiar, so uh, without any further ado, take the ball and shoot it.
0: <laughs> hey guys, my name is Ayana, I'm 22 years old from Camden, New Jersey, but I currently live in South Carolina. You guys can follow me on Instagram at just underscore Nichelle, so J U S T underscore N A C H E L E.
1: Hey. Hey, thank you for coming on the show once again. I needed her, y'all. Y'all don't know, I really, really needed her because I needed a strong female counterpart to represent this episode because we got to hit some stuff. Hey, we really about to hit it. You feel me?
0: I'm for some feathers.
1: <laughs> so basically, let's get into the premise of the thing. This show, I really wanted to just have a real conversation about like relationships from the black male's perspective to the black female's perspective. And this show is kind of set up different, you know? Um, I wanted to do more of a thing where we actually dissect and talk about things that we want to talk about. So for me, I'll be representing the fellas, while Ayana will be representing the queens and just ask those big questions that we wanted to know. And somehow this can help you guys build an awareness and know exactly what you want or get a sense of how you can feel. So without any further ado, start it off.
0: All right. So why do you make it so hard for me to love you?
1: Because I don't necessarily know that what I'm doing is hard. I'm just knowing what I see. I know what I I feel in the moments. And I just try my best to make good of every situation, whether it may not even be a good situation in itself. I just try to give you something that feels good and real. So with that being said, why do you make it so hard for me to love you?
0: I wouldn't say that I'm making it hard as you say, you're just not used to it, and I don't know sometimes either. I don't even know what's going on nine times out of ten because I've never experienced it
1: mm. so I guess the communication isn't just key, it's comprehension, I guess,
0: yeah, I would say definitely comprehension because it's like okay, you're Telling me what it is. So I'm telling you, okay, well, this is what I like. And this is this and this is that. But you don't know because you haven't mm. experienced it.
1: Mm. And I really don't know because
0: this is what I've seen.
1: Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. I've been the the guy who's been told so many stories. But then I'll be like, damn, that don't make sense. But I have a problem with comprehension. Not in the sense of knowing what it is but understanding what you're trying to represent through it. And i always try to get that idea plain and crystal before I actually try to attempt to give you an answer.
0: So just so I can make sure I got it right. So if someone, so say you're having a conversation with someone, you're conversing with someone, and they give you a story of theirs, Mm -hmm. but they're basically trying to tell you this story Mm -hmm. just so you can relate from it. I mean, just so you can get onto it and be like, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. You won't comprehend that pretty much. You need it to be plain and, okay, this is what I need. Yeah, a, I, B, I'm, I'm
1: very like that when it comes to uh, action that's required from me. Mm-hmm. If it's just a conversation, I'm cool. But I feel like with relationships, it's so much work because it's like with some people you have to prove and with other people it's a subtlety. And when you know who you're messing with, and you understand who you're messing with, sometimes that action isn't that big of a move. You can walk up and speak your truth. Go ahead, because you, you look like you got something you want to say.
0: No, I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to make sure I have it all correct in my head. But pretty much, if I have it right, so when you the difference between some people is you have to prove stuff to them mm-hmm. for them to. Love you, or or something like that.
1: No, it's like okay. So last episode, how we were talking about actions. Mm-hmm. You have to prove your trust, and you prove your trust through the 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 patterns in which you move.
0: Oh, so you have to prove your
1: love through. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, so definitely... stuff like that, not necessarily saying, "Oh, I got to do this to show you that I'm worthy of you." Doing if you have to do some shit like that, that's a toxic situation. I'm not speaking in that in that mm-hmm. sense. I'm speaking in the sense of, okay, I know that you like waking up to um fucking quotes or affirmations so i'm going to make sure it's my my due diligence to at least text you 2 3 times in the morning hey good morning i hope that god blesses you with a new outlook on life that you conquer any accomplishment that you see fit for yourself and envision for yourself like stuff like that you know what i'm saying
0: okay well i just want to ask you just because you said toxic something like that yeah. you said that mm-hmm. so what about the people who believe that their love, well they're shown they're they are being shown that they are loved by monetary things. But this is what they know because this is all they've seen all their lives. So would would that still count as toxic?
1: Mm. Well, that in essence how you explain it, not necessarily, not from his standpoint. Because if he doesn't know any better, how can he know that he's doing wrong?
0: No, so what I'm saying pretty much is... Okay, so for example, yeah. me, me being a woman. Yeah. The only way I believe that a man can show me that he loves me is by buying me things. Because mm. my whole life, my dad bought me things or my brothers bought me mm. things. And that's how he did my mom. Okay. No matter which way he, she was treated or which way the woman was treated or vice versa. Yeah. That's the way I was shown. So do you think that would be toxic in your opinion? Do you think that's
1: toxic? I don't say it's toxic. Let's, let's hold on. Let, I hate the word toxic. Y'all, my, my faithful listeners know I hate that fucking word. But um, I don't think it's toxic. I just think it's being misguided. Okay. Because um, at each point you grow you evolve and you have self-realizations and self awareness. So when you run into that person or that individual that embarks on that new journey with you, they should be able to help you understand your deficiency. And that right there I feel like is a potential deficiency. That's a quote into one of my older episodes. <laughs> but um no no, but like Seriously, I feel like that's a potential deficiency that we have that we focus on monetary. So, like, a lot of people want to show the external of the relationship while not really focus on the internal. Mm-hmm. So, I have someone, but you don't need to know about them. Oh, they're taking me places, but you don't need to know about them. Meanwhile, yo, in a, you in a toxic-ass situation because your communications are super fucked up. They only text you when they're bored, or they only text you when they need something, or when it's fucking convenient. You only hang out really maybe one day out the week, or even two, which is really fucked up if you care about someone. Because if you care about someone, you're going to make it your damn duty to, you know what I'm saying, to take time. Because I can give a great example. I had uh, like a long distance relationship, and I would make it, I would make my, like when I say long distance, this shit was my I would make it my due diligence to pull up on that ass. I would pull up. <laughs> I would pull up, but um, yeah, not to get too off track. And um, while we're right here, I want to remind people: these questions are her asking from a woman's perspective for a man, and mine says, from a man wanting to know from a woman's perspective. Um, my second question is: why must I have to show you that I feel? If I'm already being present. Mm.
0: <laughs> that is... I guess that's one of the most typical things that guys ask. And it's just like...
1: Eww.
0: That's just like asking... That's pretty much just like saying a child has a... Say they have uh They're playing an instrument. They have a solo or something. Mm-hmm. And... The dad comes, or their parent comes, but they just leave the the camcorder recording. You were there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but were you really there? Mm. Did you feel it? Mm. So when you're around, it's like, yes, you're around, but what are you doing when you're around? Because I can live in a house with somebody. You can be around. You can sit on the couch with me, but it's like,
1: mm.
0: what is this? Mm. What are we doing? This is, I, I have, you're not being affectionate to me. You're not doing the things that you know or doing the things that you did originally for us or what you did originally to get me or to charm me or to make me feel like you were different from other people.
1: But if you're not expressing that you're unhappy and we still doing our regular routine, how am I knowing I'm not?
0: It's not regular because you weren't doing that regularly before you had me. So when you were trying to get me, when you when you were like courting or you were trying to shoot your shot, you weren't doing that. You weren't being this nonchalant or just being just present. You made sure that I knew you were there. You made sure that I knew that you were ready to sweep me off my feet pretty much. You made that <laughs> you made that be known. So why yeah. can't you do it now?
1: I mean, I just I guess I can only say that I feel like when things get to a point of... It's like, okay, think about oceans and currents. Mm-hmm. When you first get on a boat and you're at the, the resting part, everything is new. It's not nothing moving. Mm-hmm. And then when you push against the currents and you actually move and you begin this relationship, because it's a boat, it's a ship, you move it, it begins to face waves. Some mm-hmm. waves are small, some waves are big. And these waves are the changes in the dynamic between us. But once you get to a calming, soothing piece of the motion of the ocean, you feel that things are good because you're at a controlled, you're in a controlled leveled, um, how can I say it? A controlled leveled grounding. So you can easily push and cast that ship to where you needed to be. And I feel like in this essence, what I'm trying to refer to, the calminess being us being comfortable with each other. So I feel like that's why I do not necessarily have to do the extra stuff because like we're at that calming point. We're at that, that peace where I don't have to be all extra and just be thirsty for I you. I mean,
0: it's not thirsty. If you think about it, nobody likes things that are repetitive. Mm-hmm. So if I know every day when I get off of work, we're going to sit on the couch Watch the same thing, you're gonna tell me the same thing, and we're gonna to go to bed every night. I'm gonna be disgusted, honestly. I would be disgusted. Okay. Like, there is no, you know, I'm not saying you need constant reassurance or I need, oh my gosh, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. I never see anyone else. But it's like, I'm basically there by myself, mm. pretty much, because it's like, you're not around. You're not.
1: But I doing thought that, those things. But I thought the dates signify that. I thought taking you out. I thought bragging you with my friends. You know, showing you different parts of me was. But that.
0: that is occasional things. That is an occasional thing. That isn't an everything, an everyday type of thing. Because when you're with a significant other, you speak to them more or less every day. If you're mm-hmm. living with them, you you talk and you see them every day. So. It's not the occasional, oh, well, I can take you out. I can show you out. It's not that. It's, like you said, you're around. Mm-hmm. But where's the affection? Where's
1: the things that we look forward to? But what if I'm really not in the mood sometimes? I'm not always the, 24-7. Oh, let me hold you. Let me. But, I'm not like that.
0: Yeah, okay. That's understandable. People in... That are married are people that are in love. They're not in love 24-7. Mm-hmm. And if you think that, that's a lie. But what they're not going to do is disregard their partner's feelings because they're not in the mood. Because if you did mm-hmm. that, you don't need to be in a relationship. And if you did that, you don't need to be married because you joined a partnership. Two people. Not just you and your feelings. It's our feelings now. So think about us. Oh, right, I got you. got you. All right. So... I have. Why is it so hard to unpack emotionally to your significant other?
1: Because maybe I haven't really unpacked to myself. Maybe you just don't know about the pain that I really struggle with each and every day. That I have moments in my life that I've blocked out pain and misery that I deal with on a daily. But I put to the side because society won't allow me to be free enough with myself to be free with you. You know what I'm saying? So, it's real deep. You know what I'm saying?
0: I do know that, you know, men go through a lot. Especially our black men. They yeah. definitely go through a lot. And it you know, they always have to have a facade. Or they have to put on this persona of being someone. But it's just like, I'm not going to say, women will want to see you be vulnerable. The person that you love will want to see you finally be able to breathe. Finally to be able to feel like you have nothing. All the weight is lifted off your shoulders. Because a lot of times men are just walking around angry. They pissed off for no reason. We, we don't know why. You're just upset. Or you just got a meme. Up. You just are not the same. Or you're just... Mm. That's just how you are. So it's just like when you are dealing with someone and they can't talk to you about those kind of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's sad. It makes you feel like they don't trust you or it makes you feel like, you know, you're not important or are they talking to someone else about these problems? Like, what is it? Um, or are, how are you unpacking? How are you, how are you doing this? How are you carrying all of this?
1: I mean, uh, for, for me, I can, I'm speaking from my personal perspective I used to use drugs more preferably alcohol some some dudes use drugs or both another form I used to do I, I let it out through my aggression that's why I'm angry because it feels good to know I can push my per my pain and my hurt on something else and let you feel the wrath that I've been through I feel that um uh, It's just real, you know what I'm saying. And when I say it's real, I mean just life, just this journey, this struggle, man. Like it's so fucking hard to know you're targeted, especially when you come up in certain environments. Especially when you're affiliated, are you born, you born in certain families where you are already a target and you ain't even breathed your first breath yet, or you are just. Um, discriminated because of who the fuck you is like it's it's real fucked up out here for men like you said before and just to get it closer to home it hurts to really think about that type of shit for for me so when i was younger it was, it hurt like and i really didn't have air to breathe for that shit cuz as a young black man i was taught like don't don't live in emotion don't cry about shit. Don't be don't be sad about shit. If it hurt, keep it going. Keep it pushing. Let's go. You a soldier. You are not a little boy. You are a man, mm-hmm. and don't let nobody address you smaller than that. So,
0: what? Well, I was just wanted to go off that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just, go ahead. But go ahead. what do you think it would take for you or for men uh, to be able to unpack in? be able to talk to their significant other about those types of situations?
1: It has to be a, a game changer in the, in the um, in generations. I feel like pivoting platforms like this show are like uh, advocates, like strong like leader advocates that have a story or just black men or people from similar stories and backgrounds giving back to that culture and showing them, showing a lot of us lost men lost boy's love, you know what I'm saying? It's not that we don't want to receive love, it's we don't know how to actually, yeah, we don't know how to receive it, we don't know how to take care of it. And when we get it, it's like, there ain't no love, you just doing this shit for clout. Like, you, you don't really love me, you just want this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Scary. And when you, when you realize it, it's too late. And that's happens in a lot of situations. Like, I know I hurt so many like young women's hearts just being selfish, just being ignorant. And I knew I was doing it, bro, but at the time, I really didn't give a fuck. Sheesh. I didn't give a fuck. And it wasn't that I didn't care about them, it was that I just didn't care about myself enough. And I didn't care about how other people feel about me. So you say you love me, nigga, show me. Period. Mm. So, yeah. But um, just to come full circle with that response, like for me, it took a lot of self-awareness to get out of those dark circles. Like I had strong mentors mm-hmm. that really wanted to see me win and uh, a lot of sit downs. So you don't think I'm talking about sit downs where I'm in a positive setting. I mean, I'm in some fucked up predicaments. Mm. And it was like, you know, you got this one opportunity. This opportunity is life. Take that shit and do, make something with it. So, yeah. Um, I guess my fourth question is... Not my fourth, my third question. So how do I protect you and love you without hurting you with my toxic masculinity?
0: I mean... Well, what I would say is I don't think you, I don't think you can do that. Well, I think you can. How can I say I messed up, weight?
1: Yeah, take your time with it because it's a lot. I'm going to say it again so the listeners can hear. How do I protect you and love you without hurting you with my toxic masculinity? Can you give me some examples of toxic masculinity? Like, I can't see you around dudes and smiling, so I got to be present. Or I have to be there on the phone with you in order to know that you're not, you know, um, having the too friendly of a conversation or something is happening that shouldn't be happening. Well,
0: first and foremost, you need to take that up with yourself. Because that sounds like a lot of insecurity, not toxic masculinity. It sounds like insecurity. So number one, take that with yourself. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can protect and, you know, love and care about a woman because you're a man. You mm-hmm. know how to do that. Or anybody knows how to take care of love their significant other. So you can do that. You just have to fix the insecurities because that's not toxic masculinity.
1: No, that's not- no
0: you're just insecure.
1: I mean, that was just one example.
0: Okay, well. Yeah. Throw another one on it. <laughs> <laughs> so she needs
1: specifics. She, she, she one of them people. All right. So a, a toxic masculinity thing is like, I can't have nobody being too friendly with you. Like men, we get a sense of awareness when, when somebody is, you know, trying are.
0: Women are like that too. Like we said, men are very prideful. So are women, but women are also territorial. So and it's, so is men. Yeah. So it's just like it's your sense of pride. Like it's you smell yourself, and this is your. I'm not gonna say your possession, but this is your pride and joy. Like this is who I care about. Mm-hmm. This is who I love. So mm-hmm. you need to back up. But once again, it is a insecurity. I feel as though it's an insecurity. So just. What I would say is just try to flip it around, either one. Work with it like, okay, I know she's not going to do this. I know she's not going to do this. I am a man. I am this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And then number two, just think about it. She can do all of this. She's smiling. She's looking beautiful. She's out there talking to me. She can convey all of this to these people. And she's still back with you. Boom. I guess. That
1: sounds really toxic over there. I don't know, man. I feel like I get where you're coming from, but it's like you—you know—as a woman, y'all can be very misleading in some of the things. Yes, you can what? be very misleading. You can be, no. but no, no, no. <laughs> let me let me give you from a man's perspective. I'm gonna tell you. All right, so you're misleading in a way of saying. Okay, this bullshit like a lot of women do nowadays. Like, oh, he has to be sensitive but still be a thug. Oh, my nigga gotta love Jesus but also drive a Challenger while selling weed and also going to school to get his uh, law degree in um some type of criminal justice type bullshit reform. Who,
0: what are you? Are you on Twitter or something? Are, are these uh, fake nah. Twitter posts? Or something? Nah,
1: this is like dead ass. This generation's way of thinking. Like, you have to be a mixed hybrid of an emotional, thug-ass, entrepreneurial nigga. I
0: don't know. Maybe it's me because I like corn balls. I like the corny. I like you to be like me. You out the way. You out the mix. Yeah. But what are you doing? What is this person saying is doing? Are they a mixed hybrid type of? What are they doing?
1: I can't speak for every fucking female. But but I'm, I'm
0: just saying, what what are, what is this person that's saying all this
1: doing? Not this person. These people. These people. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, what, okay. are they, what are they
0: doing? How can you have all of these expectations on a person that you don't know? Somebody that's supposed to come into your life and love you forever. How the how the hell can you have these expectations on this person? You don't even know this person. Fair. So. The Almighty drop somebody into your world and say, This is the person you're supposed to be with. Nah, he don't have the challenger. He mm-hmm. loves you. He loves God, but he mm-hmm. don't have the challenger. He don't sell weed and he's trying to go to school to be a doctor. You sound fucking dumb.
1: Generation. The generation.
0: <laughs> Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, but you and then okay, so you have instances where you did that. So speak on yours. Yeah, I'm throwing shots.
0: When I <laughs> <they> did what? <laughs>
1: I'm coming for us. I'm coming for y'all, guys. I got y'all. I got got y'all. You have instances where you had that good guy and you did not give two fucks. (sighs) And you know you did. So let's talk from that standpoint. Miss, oh, I'm so aware. Oh, no, that does not make sense. Don't contradict yourself. Be be real. There
0: was a point in time when I was just getting out of a relationship and I met someone. Mm -hmm. So, I met them literally, like, a month or two later. Not even a month. Probably, yeah, probably about a month or two later. And it was, like, this was a great guy. Like, Mm -hmm. had a lot of stuff going for himself. You know, everything that I believed I wanted Mm -hmm. and I thought was, like, going to be perfect. He was Mm -hmm. so much older than me. Just just everything. degrees and Mm -hmm. just everything. But it was just, like... I wasn't over that, and we both were getting out of relationships, but he believed, like, you know, getting under me would make him get over Mm. someone. That was number one, which Mm -hmm. I didn't have a problem with, but it was just, like, I felt like I was settling. Like, I was only, I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. I wasn't even 21 yet Mm. when this happened. I was probably 19, probably just about to be 20, and it was just, like, this ain't it. You're a great guy, and I know you're a great guy, but I don't think I'm ready for this yet. And it mm-hmm. was really fucked up with me. Damn. It was, no, it was really fucked up with me. <laughs> like, to this day, you don't understand. Like, I still be feeling bad about it. Like, even though we hashed stuff out, mm-hmm. it was just like horrible of me because this person was willing to do whatever for me. Like, when I mean whatever, whatever. Tell me mm-hmm. how to drive. Just taught me
1: everything.
0: Mm. And I was just like...
1: And little did you know you created the fuck nigga out of him. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> he's still a great guy. He's still a great guy.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. Funny, that I know of. Nah, I'm just saying though, but like in those certain instances... instances.
0: I mean, I didn't do nothing like extra harsh, like fucking cheat on him or no shit like I ain't do that. And
1: regardless, you still broke his heart. I didn't. You didn't break his heart. No, you, the you, person you sure? before
0: him broke his heart. It was not me. So
1: you didn't you didn't add salt to the flame.
0: No, because I still communicated with him. Like I used to go and see him and stuff.
1: But, but you you don't think doing that <laughs> was do? enabling? You don't think doing that caused mixed emotions?
0: No, because we were still dealing with each other. But it wasn't until like.
1: You sound toxic. <laughs> You no, sound toxic I, as fuck. I, you sound toxic. I don't know. Don't, really. don't say that. You really do. To to end a situation with somebody and still be physical. Not is,
0: physical. We weren't physical because he was in the military. Okay, so, so if he I've wasn't
1: physical, you were mentally, you were mentally um, engaged in conversation, like orgasmic conversation, or was this like just scrape, Hey, how you doing? What's up? Type shit.
0: This was just like regular conversation. We didn't have conversations about sex or anything like that because it was just like I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't have sex with him anymore. I couldn't do any of that Mm -hmm. because I just felt like I didn't want to lead him on. I didn't want to do that because Mm -hmm. it was just like this is a great person. And I know for a fact if I was ready to be married, we would have a happy life forever. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't ready for that because I had just got out of something where I thought I was going to be married. I knew for a fact I was going to marry this person because I was with them for my whole college career. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. That's all I unpack. (laughs) right, so I have Why do you think not being affectionate correlates to being a man?
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. It's not necessarily because I I get what you're trying to say, but it's not that a man. Oh, I can I put it for me. It's not that I'm not being affectionate. It's just that I may not be in the mood like you is. maybe my my language don't speak like yours. You know what I'm saying.
0: So no, okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, I know guys, personally, I've dated a guy. I've, you know, been around guys like my brothers. Just everyone. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, I don't hold hands. Yeah. I don't hold hands don't like in that public. Oh, I don't kiss in public. Because like, it's... Me, personally, I'm a baby. I like to be baby. That's My, my love language is hugging, being affectionate, kissing, all of that. That's me. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm with someone... And I want, like, I'm trying to, you know, hold your hand or do all that. I don't. They won't do it because that's not what men do or that's not what they've seen. What? That's that's not what they've seen, like.
1: It ain't even that, bro. It's just like, it's like on some real nigga shit, bro. Real nigga shit, like you said. Okay. Nah, <laughs> I'm just keeping it a buck with you, like. It depends on how long we've been in this thing, like for real. And if it's something new, we just getting into it. No, nah, I'm not about to do that with you because I don't know you. I'm not. I'm not about to do that with you. I don't know you. You say you want to hold my hand and do all this, but who? Who's to say you're not trying to do that with another nigga? I'm
0: talking. I'm not talking about nothing fresh. I'm talking about y'all been with each other. Nah, it's I'm,
1: I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm killing barriers. Let me. Let me talk. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You being. You being just nah. Let me get in there. Okay. So like. Like, if it's something fresh or even something with some weight... If it's something with some weight to it, uh, a nigga would be more... Let me stop saying nigga. A person would be more open to... Excuse my language, y'all. I'm kind of ignorant. But a person would be more open to... Like... Holding and being affectionate sometimes. But, like, if yeah, nah, nah. You cap. You cap like hell. You cap. Because for let one... Me, no, let me tell you. All right, go not, ahead.
0: Okay, for example, I have... I've dealt with two people. These two people, they are, they remind me of each other, but they are totally different. Like, the beginning of a relationship, no, the middle, might as well two and a half years in, no drama, no nothing. This person would not hold my hand, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But the this person that I was dealing with, well, that person, within the first, let's say month, within the first month, Want to hold hands. If I'm walking, you know, I have some stuff. You, They're going to grab my purse. Okay. Ain't no man. I don't know no man that grab a woman's purse. I don't
1: touch purses. I was taught not to do that.
0: Don't put your hand in the, the purse. I don't touch but it,
1: period. Going no. to grab
0: the purse for me. Like, you know, bring it inside for me. Just stuff like that is totally different. It's just like, why do you even want to do that? You don't think it, it's manly?
1: It ain't that. It's just like I, I, was, like I was saying, bro. Like... Maybe I'm not comfortable. Like I know for me, my personal love language. I don't like public affection. I hate that shit. I I don't want people in my business, and I don't want people to know who I love like that. Because once they know who I love, that's when they got. Then that's when rumors start. That's when the extra stuff happen. That's when. Old girls come out the woodwork talking about some. Oh, he your nigga, but he was texting me, da-da-da-da, knowing good and well the text message was from long, long time ago. Or it probably was me congratulating on you for being progressive in your, in your life, you know what I'm saying? But, Just but,
0: honestly, at the grown ages we are, Yeah. and the grown men and women we are nowadays mm-hmm. that are in relationships... Who honestly cares about that shit? Who, who honestly cares about that? I know for a fact. I know for a fact. If I post somebody new on my social media, I know for a fact. When I pop out with my man, when my man come, <laughs> they, my DMs are going to be flooded with exes, people that always wanted me, people from high school. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And it may even be a point where my, the person I pop out with know them they might say something to them Mm -hmm. which of course is not going to be true and if it was true we've had that that discussion prior to this so it's like let's be honest now what's the next reason what's the next excuse because that's not it's, we, there
1: ain't no excuse. That's we, real. That's we real. spill. don't do that, and and that anymore. At no, 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 no. It ain't no freaking age. It's a mindset. It's exactly. people. It's cool. different. It's different people diff- experiencing different things. Just because you may have a bunch of, a bunch of relationships. Speaking for me, I don't do a lot of relationships. The I mean, number, the number of relationships. I real like. If you want me to be real with you, in my adulthood, I only really had one relationship. One, and that was like I mean, when I was like early twenties. Like, and I'm twenty six, and I mean I'm early twenties like 21 22 type shit like for real i don't be they i don't be taking these girls serious like that because a lot of times you give off like personas you be saying you want something and then you give off a whole nother vibe you contradict what you say and you may not know that you do it but you do it passively and every woman does it every woman does it every woman You do. You even do it. What
0: did I do?
1: You did it when you was talking about the last um, situation, when you was so going hard about how... um, Yeah, you was just going hard about how guys don't be doing X, Y, Z because... Oh, no, no, not that. You was talking about this type of girl not liking guys who have these mixed personas and personalities and... You did the same thing in your earlier years, as if you never did it before. You know what I'm saying?
0: But what I'm no, I never did that.
1: You never did that. No, you 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 never judge guys based on how they are.
0: No, what I did, Mm -hmm. I just did. I felt like I was settling. I told you that it was never because of who he was or Mm -hmm. what he did. I told you the type of guys I like. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. But what I'm saying is, I just felt like I was settling. And I told him that. It wasn't passively, oh, just stop trying to converse with him till we just stop talking. No, we were in a relationship and I let him know what it was. So it was not passive at all. I let him know what it was.
1: It was passive because prior to it, well, passive being the end. If it ended, it should be no communication. There should be no reconciliation of thoughts and ideas. Yeah, you check in on a person, but you shouldn't have to constantly have a form of communication with them if the relationship has done what it's supposed to do.
0: Once the relationship had had fully ended, Mm -hmm. we have not had conversation, other than just checking in on someone because...
1: He, well, I I need yeah. you to be more clear he in how you said, said that. You sure?
0: Yeah, I'm positive. I said even to this day, like mm-hmm. I still communicate with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of them exes. You ain't got to worry about me though. Okay. Like you ain't have, you don't got to worry about me. Like, big can't you up? I like this Oh, you know, we could have been this. I yeah, see you had a baby. That could have been our, nope. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to worry about I me. Know people- I know people like that. To worry about me because i'm not gonna do that like yeah. you said i'm gonna congratulate you on things yeah. checking on you
1: checking on you making sure you know everything's straight that's it yeah. But you, ain't gotta, you don't have to worry about me trying to yeah. get back with you or trying to do something all right, all right all right so we gotta get we gotta get through these questions because it's a good bit on huh? so it, you already went all right mm-hmm. all right so it's my goal so why you bring up So why must you bring up the past if you already forgiven me for my (laughs) fuck-ups? It's just
0: scary. You're scared. Scared of what? I'm scared. Scared of what? That you're going to do it again. Honestly, I'm scared that you're going to do it again. And this time it's going to be worse because this might have been a lesson. This is probably something I should have learned and left it alone, but I didn't. I forgave you, so mm-hmm. now the next time you do
1: it, it's gonna be worse. And it's I'm um, at. The well, end of well, day, well, let's let's not put this on your screen. Like how you be changing the, the parameters of the question. Let's put it to something real minuscule, like something small, like me just not taking out the trash on some like petty shit. Oh, you don't take out the trash and you bring it up in public. Like I ain't, I'm an ain't shit person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some petty shit. Like
0: yeah. Um... I guess in that case, it's like, you know, trying to be funny, trying to have the slick mouth back, you know, having yeah. little argument without argument, but I don't think there was any harm by that. I mean, granted sh- to you, it is because it's like...
1: Because it's truth in a joke, and just like how we <laughs> talked about last that last episode, you was all so, well, there's truth in every little subtle joke, and that may hit different for me because that's showing me like oh so that's how you really feel you know what i'm saying and then you're gonna bring it into a public setting like that that ain't cool
0: okay so she's never told you that you don't take out the trash
1: i mean you say it, but has she yes or no
0: Has she? Yeah, said, okay okay and have y'all had arguments about you not taking I don't out argue. the trash I don't well argue. have y'all had disagreements okay. about yeah, yeah. you not taking out the trash yeah, yeah. okay so right. you know this y'all had your disagreements about it mm-hmm. it's not a big deal it's a known factor and you don't take out the trash until she says something to you yeah, but you ain't got so to what, put it out in public
1: like that though You're you just don't have to petty. lose your
0: cool in public either you don't have to i make ain't losing my cool like i'm
1: truck. not walking with you i'm just gonna let you do what you gotta do you by yourself yeah and if a dude <laughs> step up to you it's gonna get real. which is like that it's great ah that's
0: toxic that's what I mean. that's Toxic. whatever <sighs> All right, so I have after your most major heartbreak.
1: speak a little louder so I can hear you.
0: After your most major heartbreak, do you still... Do you think you still are capable of loving the way you did previously?
1: Shit. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, because, like, then I was naive to a lot of things. That love was just naive and free and angelic. Like, it didn't have no barriers. This love is more so realistic. This love I have now that I would give to my potential wife, um even my potential next girlfriend cuz I don't really think they're going to be the two the same chicks. I don't know, whatever. But like um like I don't feel like it's going to be the same because like things change and things grow in certain relationships teach you things you need to know. So I don't want to give that grown woman or that experienced um queen the same love I would give as a child because that love was naive. That love was free and angelic, yes, but that love didn't come with responsibilities. That love was, hey, let me buy you some cookies and juice because I know you like cookies and juice. You know, not being responsible enough to make sure that you're mentally okay. Not being responsible enough to know, hey, let me back off, let me leave her alone because sometimes she needs space for herself. You know, not being like prominent enough to set stuff in motion for you so you can shine your light without me even being there. And I'm so proud of my relationships because they taught me on how to promote a woman's intellect without actually being there. I'm big on like independence, like, like my last relationship, I was big on her just, you know, being aware of her own subconscious and doing things that she needs to do by herself and knowing the power that she has, not just because she's a woman, but because she's a queen, you know? on some real stuff. I'm big on that. So, yeah.
0: That was really well put.
1: <laughs> really, really well put. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess my last question is, why do you have conversations about your issues with me and how you address them with your family and friends before even bringing it to me?
0: Hmm... Okay, so just me going off that. I would say the reason why is because I know how you are. This person that I'm with or my significant other, I know how you are about me. Mm -hmm. And I know that you know how I am about my family. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, it may be them running over me or them talking to me a certain kind of way, Mm -hmm. I love them. But Mm -hmm. I know for a fact you love them. But it's because of me. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna let. If you heard them talking to me like that, you're gonna make me say something else. So you're gonna make me. You wanna say why are you doing that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I've been in a I've been in a situation exactly like that, where when it came to my family, I didn't have a backbone. Mm-hmm. I always cried when I talked to certain people in my family, certain elders in my family. I cried because they would say stuff to me and they would me so mm-hmm. it would hurt me so bad. It would hurt me so bad. It'll be something small, like, you know, me being from New Jersey, you need to come home. Because you ain't doing nothing with yourself. You just shacked up with a boy. Mm -hmm. That boy don't care. Just certain stuff like that, and it would make me cry. And one day I was, you know, I told him about it, and he was like, Well, why are you telling me? Because every time I tell you to do, every time I tell you something, you don't listen to it. It's like, But I don't, you know, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, what I've learned, from that relationship, even though it's harsh to say, was just, you know, even though his family was close to him, he kept them to a, kept them at a distance because mm-hmm. it's like, he was growing, he was trying to become his own man, and that's yep. what he was basically trying to tell me, like, you yep. have to become your own woman because you're, yep. you're all the way from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Why you still got a joint bank account with somebody? Why is somebody <laughs> clocking your every move? Mm-hmm. So it was just like, sheesh. I'm scared but you know but
1: see I think you you missed an underlying piece in that now I said why do you have conversations with uh, why do you have conversations about your issues with me oh your issues with me and how do you address them with your family and friends before you bring them to me
0: This is just gossip. That's as much as I can bring it to. Because it's it's dumb to do it. Because it's like your friends and your family, they're always going to be mad. I can forgive you. But mm-hmm. you know they're not. But it's just like, who else can you unpack to? Who else can I tell this to?
1: Me. If I'm the one causing the pain, if I'm the one that's really making you feel some type of way, why not you bring this the heat to the flame? I
0: mean, when you're in... When you have that mindset... It don't Like you said, it doesn't matter the age, but once you have that mindset, like, thing, we having a problem, you automatically think it's me against this person instead of, like, you know, it's us two against the problem that we're having. So, that's what you mm. think. So, it's always, like, it's mm. me against him. Who I'm going to talk to? I'm about to talk about him to him. Mm. No, let me go call my sister. Let me go call my aunt. Let me go call mm-hmm. this, this, and this person. So, that's how you feel. Like, mm. you always feel like you need to, you know, vent to someone.
1: But I feel like when you go to those certain people, they're just going to enable you. They ain't going to really give you a full essence of what you need to hear because they're only going to understand it from your perspective. They don't know the physical truth. They weren't there. So they can't truly unpack the situation. They can only understand what you said and how you feel because of how you said it.
0: Which is very true. That is very, very true what you said.
1: Yeah. But...
0: That's what that's what some people do. That's what, <laughs> honestly, yeah, that's yeah. what some women do. They, they'll tell you all the bad stuff about the person, even though it's a lot of good stuff. I told you, I was one of them. Yeah. I promise you, I was one of them. Oh, yeah. I, I kicked that boy back in so bad. <laughs> so bad. But, I mean, I guess you have to live and learn with that. Yeah. Because it's like, at the end of the day, when you bring that person around, everybody's going to be looking out the side eye. They're going to be like, she's stupid. And he crazy. Either one of the two. Either you stupid for dealing with him still. Or he's crazy. And she needs to get away from him. Because he probably going to try to hurt her. So it's one of the two things. Even though none of the two might be true. It's just the perception that you gave them. Is going to be their reality at the end of the day. So
1: Facts. Yeah. Fucked up the truth.
0: All Alright. So my final question. Was how old were you When you actually knew what love was Or Knew that you loved
1: someone like mm. Relationship wise Hold on Cause that can be taken in two instances In love Or at right, true love
0: I would say... I mean, I feel like they're the same thing. In love
1: and nah. true love. I feel like when you in love with somebody, you endure stuff. But when you find true love, it's like... I'm not just giving this shit. I'm getting it back. And that shit feel good. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, I've never had that before yeah. in my
1: life. True love. <laughs> never. That's That ain't even got to be on a relationship type shit. It's just like family, whatever. Like, true love. Like... Like, for me, the connection I have with my mom is so real. Like, bruh, that's the woman who, who showed me how to have a heart. Like, the way she she gives to people that she don't even know, the way that she's able to just flip a negative situation so positively. Okay. Well,
0: if you we talk about not, you know, not relationship-wise, definitely.
1: That's how I feel about my aunt. So then you know what your love is then? I was talking
0: about relationship-wise, but Yeah.
1: I mean, love is love. It's, you know what I'm saying? You, start, yeah, you can't think so one-sided. one-sided. Yeah.
0: She can definitely still make you proud of her. No matter what. I, I promise you. Because it's like she's so selfless.
1: Mm. You know, I don't Get on my nerve with that stuff. mm mm-hmm. uh, um, So which one would you ask? So I don't know. Um, I mean, if you had an answer for both. Um, so you said in love and true love? Well,
0: I was saying like relationship wise.
1: Relationship wise, what? Yeah, in love. That's what I had.
0: Like, well, how did you, when did you find out, how old were you when you knew like what love was and that you love this person? Like, you really love them. Like, as far as a relationship.
1: Mm. Honestly. Damn, that's a hard one Because I have to really think on that Because like To be real Certain stages in my life I thought it was love But it really wasn't love Like I thought I loved them Because I spent time with them And did shit for them and with them But it really wasn't that It was just familiarity Um, Other times it was like uh, You know, we cool I like you as a person I really like you But I just don't love you and, um, other times it was just like, I like that. I love the, I, I love the ideas that you come up with. Like, I love, how can you say, like, you love certain aspects of them, but it's just like them as a whole, you being there, like, eh, it ain't cool. Uh, you me know
0: messed
1: up. That's what it is. You're me messed up. It's not that. It's, I, I'm just like the average Joe dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, with me... I ain't difficult. I ain't not gonna say I'm difficult, but it's just like I know what I want and if I'm not getting that, why I fake the funk with you? Why I put you through a bunch of heartache and misery when you I know you ain't even about to be around like that. Dang. You no, know, for real. <laughs> it's really? true.
0: It's just it's, it'll hurt now, but
1: it won't hurt later. I promise you it won't because I won't I I won't mess with you. I'll leave you off. And I'm that's why I'm so big on just cutting situations off and cutting ties. Like and block if, it. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. If y'all yeah, don't know, I block, I block quick. So, like, if it's like if I feel like it's ain't, it ain't serving its purpose or, if, or we run our course, I'm blocking you because I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to see nothing about you, I don't care. And it's not that I hate you, it's not that I wish death upon you or nothing like that. It's just like, man, I don't need that energy. Like, you bring an essence or an aroma that's just not. Progressive. I like moving forward. I don't like looking back. I don't like thinking about, oh, you remember what happened when we did da-da-da-da? I don't care.
0: Reminisce. I hate a reminiscence. I hate that
1: <laughs> shit. Really? I hate that shit with a passion. Like, why are <laughs>
0: you still talking
1: about that shit? Like, what It's 2020. Well,
0: we can we? through a real-life prices. Can we, can we talk grow? talk about 2010.
1: Can we grow? Please. <laughs> Damn. But, yeah, like, well, let me see. Let me see. My first love. Oh, when I was in love. You said yeah, first love in love. What it was?
0: I the first time you found out like that you really love someone, like <sighs> damn this is love.
1: Mm-hmm. This is what love is. I can honestly say I ain't I haven't. Damn. I can't I can honestly say I haven't. Because like all the times I thought when I really look at it, all the times I thought it was, it wasn't. Because I feel like love in general is something that's genuinely reciprocated. I feel like it's not confusing. I feel like it's like an alleviating, an alleviating feeling like you've been rocking around with bag, a book bag full of rocks up a mountain and then when you actually find love, love is like that book bag being pulled off of you. And that soothing, soft massage that's caressing your body, helping you ease the pain that the book bag caused. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But that's the pretty parts of love. All right, For me, it's been just most of those situations where I cared about them. Like, yeah, it's like most of the situations. Okay, so my most recent situation, cared about them. And it really didn't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It was just like stagnant. Cared about him. Cared about him. Didn't go nowhere. Chilled out. Cared about me somewhat. Didn't cared about him some more. Stagnant. Didn't go nowhere. So he ran that course. Situation before that. Cared about them. They kind of cared. Cared about them. Kind of cared. So you know what I'm saying? And it was just caring. But your caring can confuse a lot of people's mind as love. It's not just... You know what I'm saying? It's it's levels to that thing, like perception is key. And a lot of times our perception of love is really vague or really narrow. And you try to use the word love as an action, as a, oh, hey. I'm going to make sure you're happy. So that's love. No, motherfucker. That's not love. That's just caring for somebody as a person. I can care for you as a person without actually loving you or being in love with you. That's just showing my humility. That's showing me being a nice person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I said what I said. Yeah.
0: I <clears throat> broke a few hearts. Maybe made people feel some type of way.
1: I don't care. I know, I know, I know the exes that are listening to this podcast will definitely feel some type of way. But at the end of the day, if you rock with me, or if you know me, you know what it is. And if you feel some type of way, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking my truth. That's all it is. <laughs> Life for real. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. Like, cause like it's just going back to like me thinking about it, like at those times. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I slipped up and said I love you a couple times to them. I did. First. Yeah, I said all the time. Because me to me, be real, no cap. Like you say you love somebody, that's an endearing statement. How quick was
0: it? That's another thing. How quick have you ever said I
1: love you? How quick? It ain't quick. It's more so like tch, I've been rocking with you for a minute, and you you rocking with me. We locked in on some stuff like like you um. Uh, you become comfortable with a nigga. Like you you ain't so ready to go about your way and do what you got to do. It's that that, that energy that gives you that dang, I gotta I gotta peep that vibe, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And then once it gets a little closer to that, that's when I feel more comfortable to say it.
0: So it's not a time like there's no time based on it.
1: So if it's like nah, a month, it's you, like an unspoken. Cool. It's like an <laughs> unspoken language, bro. And it's just like sometimes I slip up and say it during sex, and I get so comfortable with saying it during sex that I want it. Yeah, <laughs> you're tripping. Yeah, but it's just like you know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't that's why you wear condoms during sex,
0: so you don't
1: do stuff like that. <sighs> oh, We can, but that's like that's like past me though. Like, present me now is more aware of that. Like, I'm speaking from, let's not get this confused now, ladies. I'm speaking from my past me now. Nah. nah, me now, I'm more aware. I'm more serious. I'm more stern. I'm more understanding of how I say things and how I move and position myself. So I won't be so quick to disregard you or, you know, feed you bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I did it
0: in like a month. <laughs> A month? Yeah, I told. Well, they told me, and I told them back because I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know because I already had felt. I already had felt it. I was like, oh my god, I love him. I think I said it by accident. I was drunk. We came from somewhere, and I was drunk. I think I might have said it by accident. But mm. yeah, I've said it twice quickly, like within a yeah. month or two, because I really did love them.
1: You know what's crazy? Like with the ladies, some of my exes. The ones that never really told me they love me, they told me this shit after. Like, the shit was all over. Because
0: it's so scary. Like, just saying you. that you love someone and they don't love you back, that shit is so fucking scary. You know how many times I've talked to my brothers, just men, period, mm. and a woman has told them that they love them? Mm. And either A, they said they love them back, they get in the draws, <laughs> know, say, Or B, they just said it to make them feel good. Or C, yeah. they didn't say nothing. Yeah. Either way, when you find, when you when you get any of those A B or C, A B or C, it mm. hurts. It hurts bad. So you would just rather go with the flow and keep it composed. Man, if, if it goes further, if we get into a relationship, yes, then I will tell
1: you. My thing is, my thing at this age is fuck that flow. Be real, cause tomorrow ain't promised. That's true. And I'll be remiss if I go throughout my life and not tell a person I truly care about how I feel. And that's why I speak how I speak now. So, to the previous women that I've dealt with, like in these past couple of years, they know what it is. But, like, me speaking on my past life, like those situations, I definitely didn't give two fucks about.
0: We'll be right back with more of the Issue Podcast. Don't go anywhere. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Organic T, host and founder of The Positivity Podcast. I'm here to give you two reasons on why you should listen to my podcast. Number one, I give mental health positive beats on how to channel mental health stigmas. And number two, my podcast is solely dedicated to men and women of color. If you would like to get access to my episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And that is The Positivity, P-O-S-I. T-I-V-I-T-E-A podcast. Again, I'm Organic T, and make sure you continue to tune in with my boy Brandon on The Issue Podcast. Peace.
1: And welcome back to The Issue Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Alexander. And before we get too much into the show, into the closing, I want to give a huge monumental shout out. To this dope producer that was responsible for the background music in the beginning of this episode. He goes by the name of Young Vintage, a real talented brother that creates unique sounds and beats. So if you're an upcoming artist, or even if you need soundtracks, background music, whatever he got you, go hit him up on his Instagram. It's my YV. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Y-V. Um... I want to give a huge shout out to this sister right here who made this show so impactful. Can you please give your closing remarks and remind these people where they can hit you up at?
0: I just want to say thank you mm-hmm. for allowing me to do this. Not once, but twice. Let me have the energy. Get, get your energy. Feed off. You pick your brain. Mm-hmm. You can reach me at on Instagram at justnichelle. just. Nichelle, just J U S T
1: underscore N A C H E L E. Ooh, and like I said, it's really been a pleasure to have you because you created this beautiful pie of a show for today's episode and for the previous episode. So I really want to thank you for that because, like, if it wasn't for the conversation, it wouldn't cause you know the stimulation. Bars. I know. I be spitting. <laughs> I be spitting like I'm slow. Yeah. Let you grasp it. I got it like that. But um, reminding you guys, we are going live real soon. So please, please be on the lookout. We're going to go live. Instagram live real, real soon. And it's going to probably project it to be at the end of this oncoming month or at least the middle of the oncoming month. So please follow us on Instagram at The Issue Podcast, all one word. Follow us on Facebook, at The Issue Podcast, so you can get a glimpse, and you can get your thoughts and your words heard and get response from me and my co-hosts, or even the new people that come on, our special guests, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just get yourself out there, promo, whatever. Uh, Like I always say, love, peace, and hair with no chicken grease, or grease with chicken... I'm I'm kind of tired, not gonna lie, but whatever. Um, do your thing, man, and be positive. Your boy Brandon Alexander. I'm out.